The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents American Legion Baseball. The 3-2 pitch. It's swung on right back up the middle, and it gets into center field. One run will score for Runza, and everybody else will hold up. And an RBI single here for Nick Carlson. Today, it's a Cornhusker League doubleheader from Memorial Field as Carney Runza hosts North Platte. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Curveball in the hole between short and third. They're going to try and score them both. There'll be a play at the plate, but they cut it off. And sliding in safely will be Lane Shires, and Brent Grosskreitz gets a two-RBI single. Carney split a doubleheader at North Platte last month and looks to start the final week of the season with a pair of wins tonight. It's Carney and North Platte coming up next, but first it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field here in Kearney for Game 2 of tonight's Cornhusker League doubleheader between the Kearney Renza Seniors and North Platte First National Bank. North Platte took advantage of some walks, four of them in the first inning of Game number 1 to jump out 3 nothing. but their offense never really got on track. They managed just five hits. A couple of those were infield hits, and Kearney rallied for a 12-4 victory in six innings to improve to 21 and six, North Platte now 26 and 11. Carney has now taken two of three from North Platte this year, and they go for the sweep here in game number two. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll look at the starting lineups in one minute. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Well, Major League Baseball opening night of the 60-game season tonight with two games in the top of the fifth. The Yankees lead the defending champion Washington Nationals 3-1. Then getting underway at 9 o'clock, the Dodgers will be hosting the San Francisco Giants. Let's take a look at the starting lineup for game two of tonight's doubleheader brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Kearney. The names are pretty much the same for North Platte First National. Leading off and playing center, Jalen Ruffin. Batting second this game and playing second base is Carter Johnson. Playing third and batting third, Tyler Toby. The cleanup hitter is doing the catching in this game, Gus Creever. On the mound is Bryce 
Butterfield, and he is going to be the number five hitter. Batting sixth at first base, Jeremiah Seaman. Batting seventh at shortstop, Derek Kuhlman. Batting eighth in right field is Cody Wright, and batting ninth and in left field is Tate Jonas. The head coach is Andy Butler. They come in with a record of 26-11. and 11. Butterfield will be making his ninth appearance on the mound. He has started five games. He is 4-2 and two in those eight appearances with a 3.2 ERA. Four, Carney runs up. Doing the catching and leading off Lane Shires, Brant Grosskreitz will play second and bat second. At shortstop, batting third, Seth Stroh. At third base, the cleanup hitter, Mason Casper. Nick Carlson will bat fifth. He's the designated hitter. Batting sixth in the left field is Will Richter. Connor Clevenger will play right and bat seventh. Batting eighth at first base, Jackson Worley. And getting the start in center and batting ninth is Cale Conrad. On the mound here in game two of the doubleheader will be Cal Higgins. He is making his seventh game appearance. He's 3-1 and one with a 1.4. ERA and those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. We'll get it underway next. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. We're ready to get things underway. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer, Jalen Ruffin, who walked three times in game number one, takes a hack at the first two pitches here of the ball game and fouls them off just behind the plate against the left-hander, Cal Higgins. We saw him earlier this summer throw a dandy, and Higgins out there will fire a fastball out and away for ball one. In fact, he had a one-hitter, a no-hitter going into the sixth inning of a game that we previously saw him pitch this summer. Wind kicked up again. It's blowing between 15 and 20 towards left center. One-two pitch inside. Almost hit him, and it did hit him. So Jalen Ruffin, he's not getting base hits, but he's getting on base. As after falling behind 0-2, he is hit by the pitch and will now truck on down there to first, and that'll bring up Carter Johnson. Johnson hit ninth in game one. And was 0 for 3, reached on a fielder's choice. They move him up to second here, maybe in a bunning situation. Let's find out. Higgins should be able to hold the runner on as a lefty, but Ruffin has 22 stolen bases coming in, and as the pitch is brought to the plate, Ruffin was going back to the bag, and the fastball's outside. Ball one. So Ruffin's on, then it's Johnson, Toby, and Grieber, the top four here, to start game two for North Platte. Higgins. Brings home the fastball, low and in. Ball two. So a good start here for Higgins, and then gets a little wild the next four pitches. And he's down to the count 2-0. Of course, that was what took so long in game one, those first three innings. So many 3-2 counts and walks. 
And the 2-0 pitch gets away from the catcher, Lane Shires. And heading down to second base is going to be Jalen Ruffin, and it is 3-0. I think that bounced off Shire's glove. It did not look like it hit the plate from our vantage point. Nonetheless, it's a free pass down to second. In fact, in the first game, the first two batters in the first three innings were on base, and North Platte left the bases loaded in the first and third. Higgins, 3-0, and just overthrowing it, bounced it in front of the plate, a four-pitch walk. So the first two pitches were fouled off, then six straight balls, including one that hit Jalen Ruffin. So here we go again. The first two men are aboard, and that brings up Tyler Toby. He had a good first game for North Platte. He was two for three, and the only out was a line out to Clevenger in right field. So Toby, the third baseman, waits in there. Higgins steps off the mound, and he wants Shires to come out and talk to him. As time was called. Again, a reminder, Royals open up the season tomorrow night at Cleveland, and you can hear Royals baseball throughout this shortened season on the breeze, 94.5. the pregame tomorrow night. So Higgins now ready to go. His first pitch to Toby, and again, it's low. So just something in the mechanics right now for Cal Higgins as he's having trouble getting it across the zone. Everything dropping low right now. Low and in. And the 1-0 pitch from Higgins. There he took something off of it, and it's fouled away at the plate by Toby. Strike one, our foul balls. Brought to you by our friends at Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Ryan Bruna or Gary Rubicek today. American Legion Baseball, Carney won the opener 12-4 after trailing 3-0 early on. Again, a nice crowd on hand. Senior night tonight. Unfortunately, Nolan Etherton wasn't here tonight. Expect him back. Just uh, gone. Breaking ball up. Ball two. So Higgins down on the count again. Of course, when we saw him, and that was against Elkhorn Mount Michael that he had that one hitter earlier in the month. Here's a fastball that's popped up on the infield. It's going to be Casper behind the bag, and now Stroh says, I got it. And right near the third base line, Seth Stroh hauls it in. So Toby skied one up into that win and flies out to the shortstop. Stroh for out number one. Big out. Nobody advances on, and that'll bring up the cleanup hitter, Gus Creever, the catcher. And he was replaced after the pitching change earlier in the contest. He reached on an error and then... Struck out. Gus, one of the better hitters here for North Platte. With one out and two on. Stands in there, tries to throw that big bender. It stays up. Ball one. Creeper hitting 354. Ruffin 373 coming into the baseball game. Two or three others around 310. As a team, they're hitting 283. 26 wins already on the season for North Platte. As we said in game one, most of these guys are underclassmen. They'll be back next year. Higgins, fastball, swung on and missed. There's his best pitch since the first two. And it's one and one. So a hit by pitch, a walk, a pop out to short. And that's where we're at right now. Two on, one out, top of the first game two. Higgins on the mound, the big lefty. Checks the runner and now brings it home. And that one's going to be skied in the air towards first. It should stay in play. And over his shires, he lost it in the wind. It bounces right by the third base, or excuse me, first base dugout. 
so hard. You come out on that dead sprint. You're trying to locate it. The wind's pushing it back over your head. And it is strike two, one and two. Butterfield is on deck. He will be doing the pitching tonight for North Platte in game two. Now Higgins ahead in the count. Does he go to the off speed? He's got about three pitches. Takes a long time. Hasn't come set yet. Still staring in there. Now puts the ball in his glove, and the lefty brings the one-two pitch home, and there is a big curve that is fouled back. Count remains one and two. Trying to get a lot of movement on that one. Actually, it was pretty much right down the middle. It moved, but ended up in the middle of the plate. So Higgins looks into his catcher lane. Shires gets the signal from assistant coach Chris Pocock. Comfortably seated on the buckets over there. Maybe they actually got chairs tonight. And time called again. So Higgins just not comfortable so far here in the first. Roughing away from second. Johnson from first. The one-two pitch. Fastball. He's behind it, but he did get a piece of it. And it stays. One ball and two strikes. Again, Carney will not be playing this weekend. The last weekend of the season, they were supposed to Take on Lincoln earlier in the year. That got wiped out. And then Sterling, Colorado, said, yeah, we're going to come out, play a three-game set. Then this week they said, nah, I guess not. One-two pitch again. Breaking ball up. Ball two. So after tonight, Runza will go to Grand Island to play home Federal Tuesday. And their season finale here one week from tonight, next Thursday against Hastings. We'll have all of them for you here on ESPN 1460. Two balls, two strikes, says Creever is battling in there for North Platte. The pitch, fastball towards first. Two hopper, and just going to take it to the bag himself is Jackson Worley. He thought about firing down to second, but took the out unassisted. The runners advance to second and third with two outs, and here comes Bryce Butterfield. He's doing the pitching in game number one. He was doing the catching, and he was one for two with a walk and a run scored. But he can give himself a 2-0 lead with a base hit to the outfield here. Not holding the runners on at all. Higgins out of the full windup and brings a breaking ball up. Ball one. North Platte batted around in the first inning of game one. But only the first three men scored. In fact, they had the bases loaded 3-0, nobody out, and got 7-8-9 and nine in order. The 1-0 fastball. And they'll throw down a third. Snap throw. Casper has to get up in the air to keep it out of left. It's ball two. Shires took a shot, and North Platte, remember, had two guys picked off second base in the first three innings of the baseball game. In fact, both in the second inning of that game when they had a chance to really make something happen in their favor. And basically after that, not much did go their way. And the 2-0 pitch. Higgins has it fouled off. Two and one again. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Susan Bice or Wendy Vosser today. Higgins working hard now here in the first inning. After the first two men got aboard, he's trying to get out of here with no runs. The count two and one to Butterfield with Seaman on deck. And the pitch, fastball, low, good block by Shires, and it's three and one. Jeremiah Seaman in that first game walked a couple of times. He's waiting to get a chance here to get at Higgins, and Higgins needs to find the strike zone right here. The 3-1 pitch from Cal bounces off the plate. 
Again, it's blocked by Shires to keep the run from scoring. And here we go for the third time tonight. Bases loaded, two outs for North Platte. And we're here in the top of the first inning of game number two. So the bases are loaded and no hits for North Platte. Two walks and a hit batsman. And as long as they can get Jeremiah Seaman, it won't matter. But Higgins has got to find the strike zone here. And again, Seaman walked twice in the opener. Tries to throw that big over-the-top curve. I just don't think he's comfortable with the fastball. That's been high. The fastball has been low and in. North Platte has taken advantage of a lot of free passes tonight from Carney pitching. Carney walked seven batters and hit a guy in the first game. The pitch, fastball, and it's low and in. So it's 2-0. Derek Kuhlman is on deck. Ruffin at third, Johnson at second, Butterfield at first. Two outs, but the count's 2-0. Does he take all the way? Look like it, and it's low. Ball three. And I assume in about one or two more pitches, we're going to get a trip to the mound again by pitching coach Chris Pocock, who had to go out there in the first inning of game one. Higgins 3-0, and they'll give it to him at the knees, 3-1. Carney defense pretty much playing straight up. Conrad maybe shading a little towards left center. 3-1 pitch from Higgins. It's going to be hit up into the middle of the field. It falls into center. One run will score. Conrad comes up with the throw towards the plate, but not in time. And a two-out, two-RBI single from Jeremiah Seaman. And it is 2-0 in favor of North Platte with their first hit of the ball game. Butterfield advanced to second. And Derek Coleman, the shortstop, will stand in there. He was two for three in game number one with an RBI. And now here comes Coach Pocock. Visit to the mound brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Carney won the first game 12 to 4, but issued a lot of free passes early in the game. As we said in game one, four walks in that first inning, and North Platte jumped out three to nothing. They're up 2 to nothing here with a chance for more damage. So Carney making it hard on themselves tonight. And again, they had some errors and walks against Columbus, although they were well down in the pitching staff on Tuesday. Pitched pretty well during that Lincoln tournament that they won last weekend. Now we're ready to go. The meeting on the mound over. First pitch to Derek Coleman, the shortstop this game. Oh, and it bounces off the plate. And that will allow the runners to advance to second and third on the wild pitch. So two more runners in scoring position. And Higgins is down on the count. First two pitches he threw to Jalen Ruffin were fouled off. He was ahead 0-2. And since then, it has been a struggle because he hit him on a 1-2 pitch. Now out of the full windup, the 1-0 is going to be hit towards short, and Stroh is there. Makes the play on a one-hop, throws it across to Worley. It was hit as good as anything in this inning, but Kuhlman is out, and that will end the top of the first. There were two runs on one hit. There were no errors, and two men left on base. After a half inning, it's North Platte First National 2. Carney Runza coming to bat on ESPN Radio. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. A reminder of the Doug and Daddy Show, weekday mornings at 11 right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Tomorrow, we will be at Riverside Golf Club in Grand Island for the annual Nebraska Greats Foundation Golf Tournament. Uh, we will talk to uh, our friend Jeffrey Flanagan of Royals.com to uh, talk about the roster they set today and what the Royals will look like. They've got a lot of injuries going in, even at this point of the 60-game season. And then we'll talk with some greats, some of them Huskers. We hope to talk to Boyd Epley tomorrow. Uh, some other folks, maybe Larry Florence, an ex-Husker basketball player, going to be on hand. And uh, some greats uh, from a variety of schools tomorrow at 11 here on ESPN. We go to the bottom of the first. Lane Shires will lead it off here against Bryce Butterfield for Renza against North Platte. And the first pitch is low and away, ball one. Shires, Grosskreitz, and Stroh to lead it off here. Pretty common, the top five for most of the season here for Coach Archer. Then Casper's the cleanup hitter. Fastball, low ball two. How much will the bottom of the first inning mirror the bottom of the first of game one? North Platte jumped up in game one and then gave some of it back in the bottom of the inning. It was 3-2 after one. And then Carney scored six in the second. And it's low and away again, 3-0. Man. Trouble finding the strike zone. And then in Innings 4, 5, and 6 last game, it was almost automatic. It moved right along. Taking a while to get warmed up, but the 3-0 pitch is taken right down the pipe for strike number one. Again, game one, Carney got it going for a 12-4 victory. North Platte trying to earn the sweep. 3-1 pitch to Shires, and the breaking ball in there. Nice one, 3-2. That's uh, confidence in that pitch when you throw it down in the count. Again, Hastings five points in home federal right now on 1230 KHAS. 3-2 pitch is up and away. Ball four. So the leadoff walks and Shires down to first and brings up Brant Grosskreitz. And will we get the courtesy runner? I think we will. Since uh, Shires is doing the catching, he's got plenty of speed. And this time it's Altwine to come in and do the courtesy running. Seth Altwine. Kale Conrad did a lot of the courtesy running, but he's starting this game in center field. 
So Grosskreitz, who was the starting pitcher in game one, only had the one at bat, and that was a single and scored in the first. And the first pitch to him, over the top fastball, stays high, ball one. So trouble early on here. We talked about the temperature feeling like we were in the 90s for game one. Here in game two, it's 84 degrees, 68% humidity. Feels like it's 91. South-southeast winds blowing out towards left center at 15 mile an hour. And the pitch just misses outside. Ball two. So Butterfield trying to work the outside portion of the plate. And he has missed. And the 2-0 pitch to Grosskreitz. He's taken all the way, and there's strike one. 2-1-1. One, one. Seth Stroh on deck. Grosskreitz on the season for Carney, hitting 278 coming into tonight. That base hit in game one will boost that average a little bit. 2-1. Lead away from first by Altwine. Good breaking ball in there for strike two. Had him buckling his knees. 2-2. Two and two. So if Butterfield can throw that changeup effectively, he's going to have a chance to have a good night on the mound. He's thrown a couple of good ones here. Now the 2-2 pitch to Grosskreitz. Fastball hit into right center field. A lot of air under it. Going back is Ruffin, and he makes another play for out number one. That'll bring up the shortstop, Seth Stroh. Stroh had a couple of hits that he really hammered in that first ball game against Seth a Division I Wichita State college baseball player has such quick hands, pulls almost everything, and that's why Ruffin is taking huge strides towards right field. If it was softball, you could go put the rover out in the left center and not notice any difference right here. He is way over there, and Stroh will take the first one down at the knees for ball one. Seth, not normally a guy that likes to, or strike one, excuse me, likes to go for the... Uh, First pitch, doesn't always take it, but if it's a little low, that's not what he's looking for. Second baseman, Carter Johnson, playing in the outfield grass. The 0-1, he'll take a chop at it. It rolls towards second. It's in the hole. It's into center, and that will allow the base runner, Altwine, to keep on going. Stroh's going to try for second, and he is safe. And now runners at second and third. That's going to go down as a hustle double for Seth Stroh. It just kind of died once it got out there. And it took Ruffin a while to get to it. Just died on him. And Stroh says, I'm going to try. So runners at second and third. And Mason Casper's up. When the base hit to the outfield, could tie this ball game. 2-0, bottom of the first, North Platte. Casper scraped out a base hit in his last at bat in the opener. So Altwine getting his lead away from third is the courtesy runner. With one out, Casper's going to take it right down the middle for strike one. Nick Carlson on deck. Again, this 3-4-5, and five, the meat of the offensive order for Carney, all hitting over 340. Casper awaits the 0-1, hit him. There we go. They should just have special music. And you know, the amazing thing is he hasn't even led the team in hit-by-pitches this year. It's our next guy, Nick Carlson. But I'm telling you, if I, if I go back, I believe all but one of the home games we've done, he's been hit by a pitch. And maybe every single one. Maybe not both games, but all of the doubleheaders. And now the bases are loaded as Casper's at first, Stroh's at second, Shire's at third, one out. And Nick Carlson, the designated hitter, will stand in for Carney. Out of the stretch is Butterfield, and he'll fire it in there for strike number one. 
In game one, Carlson was one for four. Singled and scored, reached on a fielder's choice and scored, put the ball in play every single time. 0-1 the count. Pitch sailed outside. He was ready to swing, but held back. It's 1-1. One one. Again, good pitch there by Butterfield, who might be settling in here a little bit, even though he hit Casper. That was really the first one he'd thrown inside. Everything else he'd been missing was away to the right-handed hitter. 1-1 one, one pitch, fastball, hit into center field. That'll score a run, but it's going to be a sacrifice fly. Rough and backpedaling, sticks the arm up and hauls it in. And Altwine will come in, and Carney is on the board. So a sacrifice fly to center field. Drives in the first run for Carney Runza. They trail it 2-1. to one. Stroh stays at second. Casper stays at first. And Will Richter, one of the seniors, will stand in there playing left field again here in game two. He was two for four in the opening ball game. 2-1 North Platte now, two outs. And Richter takes one inside. Ball one. And every once in a while, we see the hat fly off of the North Platte pitcher, Bryce Butterfield. Anderson had a lot of problem with that in game one. Then he started throwing strikes, and it didn't fall off. Don't know if there's a correlation. Pitch fouled off at the plate off the end of the bat. It's one and one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Lori Sierra, Alex Beckman today. Carney won the opener 12-4 after trailing 3-0 after a half inning. And the 1-1 brings in a breaking ball that caught the inner plaque, and it's strike two. Connor Clevenger would be next if Richter can keep it going. Stroh at second, Casper at first, two out, and a 1-2 pitch on the way here to Will Richter. Trying to tie it up or more, and the fastball is going to be grounded towards second, picked up by Johnson. Over to first, a little high, but they get him back down on the bag in time for Jeremiah Seaman, and Richter is retired. So Carney able to push across one run. They do that on one hit. There were no errors, and two men left on. After one, it's North Platte 2, Carney runs a one on ESPN Radio. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy, work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. 
Land Trippers, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. We go to the top of the second. It'll be Cody Wright, Tate Jonas, and Jalen Ruffin, 8-9-1 for North Platte. They're up 2-1, and Higgins gets a swing and a miss on pitch number one to Cody Wright, the right fielder. He came in during the pitching change in uh, – no, he actually started in right, came in and pitched in uh, game number two. Now is back out in right field. He'll foul it off strike two. So Higgins ahead of the count, 0-2. Trying to settle down after a wild first. And this one's going to be fouled on the right field line and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat or Steve Corum today. Doug Duda with you in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you tonight's baseball action. Another 0 2 pitch to right. Over the top of it, he swings and misses for the first strikeout of the ball game for Cal Higgins. And that's the Higgins we're used to seeing on the season. Now, Tate Jonas will stand in there, the number nine hitter. In game number one, Tate reached on a fielder's choice twice and lined out to right field, so looking for his first hit of the night. And the lefty Higgins will deliver a off-speeder up high for ball one. American Legion Baseball brought to you on ESPN Tri-Cities by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Buffalo Roofing, Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle, and Family Physical Therapy. The 1-0 pitch is hit towards the first baseman, and it just got away from him foul. Jackson Worley was on it, but it was off the end of the bat and just kept moving away. So it's 1-1. One and one. Post 52 dropped a pair yesterday. They had to Lincoln this weekend. Then they host Grand Island Tuesday and go to Hastings Thursday, opposite of what Runza does as Higgins throws a fastball low. Two and one. That was a little bit more of what we saw in that first inning. Everything lowing in. Two one North Platte. Base is empty. One out here in the top of the second. Don't forget you can also listen to our games not only on KXPN Carney, but PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. So glad you've made us your choice for American Legion baseball here tonight. Now Higgins ready to bring the 2-1 pitch home. That's going to be fouled away again <laughs> toward the uh, assisted coach of the first base dugout, or first base batter's box, coach's box, whatever that is down there, first base coach's box. But he was awake. 2-2 two and two with Jalen Ruffin, the leadoff man, on deck. And strike three. Two up, two down via the strikeout. And Jonas goes down, and that'll bring up Ruffin, who was hit by a pitch to start the ball game and ended up coming around to score. Doug our producer engineer, Nick Grimes, thanks for being along with us here on this Thursday night. Again, we've told you a couple times, but no runs of baseball this weekend. Their games with Sterling, Colorado were canceled, and just 
too short a notice to find any replacement with Lincoln and Omaha teams playing their own kind of city tournament. First pitch swung on and hit a mile in the air. Casper calls for it, comes two steps into foul ground and hauls it in. So Ruffin, who's walked three times and been hit by a pitch, fouls out to uh, Casper. And it's no runs on no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. Three up, three down to the top of the second. North Platte leads it 2-1. to one. We head to the bottom of the second right after this. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. And we go to the bottom of the second inning. It'll be Connor Clevenger, Jackson Worley, and Kale Conrad. As Clevenger, the lefty, stands in there and takes the first pitch for ball one. He had a couple of hits in game one. He'll take this one, fastball over the outer half for strike number one. And it's one and one. Clevenger actually, both those hits were into right field. Pulled them both. I'd seen him hit so many to left. And there's a huge chasm in left center. Pitch is going to be swung on and fouled down the left field line. Out of play. Strike two. One and two. Clevenger, one of the eight seniors on this year's team. All honored tonight. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Teresa DeLate or Amy Johnson. One, two to Clevenger. And Butterfield fires a breaking ball that didn't do much. It floated outside for ball two. Jackson Worley is next. Then Conrad, Cal Higgins looked more like Cal Higgins in inning number two. Breeze through in three straight batters. 2-2 to Clevenger. Swung on and fouled away again. He handles that outside pitch pretty good. He crowds the plate, as we've said. And then last game when they brought it inside, he banged it between first and second both times. So Clevenger trying to get the leadoff man aboard here in inning number two. Carney trailing 2-1 to one after an inning and a half. 2-2 pitch again to Connor. Swung on, and he pops it down the left field line. That's going to stay in play, but it's going to hit the ground foul after Tate Jonas gave chase. So Clevenger staying alive in there. Next to last home games of the season and the careers for these seniors. A couple Legion babies in there after that first year of college. Now Clevenger steps back in. 
And for the third time, the 2-2 pitch. Swung on a chop foul off the plate, off his leg. Rolled out to the pitcher, but home plate umpire right on top of that one. Again, it is the opening night of the 2020 Major League Baseball season. And the Yankees are now up 4-1 to in the top of the sixth over the defending world champion Washington Nationals. Royals at the Indians, 6-10 tomorrow night. On the breeze, 94.5. Two balls, two strikes. Four times now. Butterfield has brought it home. Clevenger, he's going to chop it towards second. It was low. He had to protect the plate. It's picked up by Johnson, and they'll get Clevenger, even with that speed out of the left-handed batter's box. So he battled up there, but Connor goes down, and Jackson Worley will stand in there, the first baseman. Worley was... Three for four in the opening game. I think here they first at bat, they called an error, but he kind of dropped the blooper into right center and made it into second base. Nobody touched it, so I gave him a double, and then he had a double off the left field wall to end game one. Here he's going to hit it right towards second. Johnson's got it over to first, and he's gone. So North Platte went in order in the top of the second, and now they're trying to return the favor here to Carney in the bottom. Center fielder Kale Conrad will step to the plate for Kale on the season. He is hitting 317 in a platoon roll, and he is a left-handed batter. Trying to get something started with two outs here in the second. Takes an off-speeder, chops it right in front of the plate. Out from behind the plate will be the catcher. Kreber throws down to first, and he's out. So the last two outs only took two pitches, and it's three up, three down here in the bottom of the second for Carney Renza. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the top of the third. North Platte 2, Carney 1. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. And I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. With our producer engineer Nick Grimes, Doug Dudabak, and the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as we go to the top of the third inning. And Cal Higgins toes the rubber again. For Carney, throws a breaking ball in there for strike one to Carter Johnson. Johnson, Tyler Toby, Gus Kreber to start the third with North Platte holding a 2-1 to lead. The 0-1 from Higgins fouled away at the plate. 
And it is 0-2. Johnson walked and scored at the first as Higgins hit Ruffin and then walked Johnson, and they both came around to score on Siemens' two-out, two-RBI single. Now the 0-2. Going to be hammered to center. Coming in Conrad. He's got it. Fooled it a little bit because it was hit straight at him. And then he was able to see it into the glove for out number one. That'll bring up Tyler Toby. He hit a towering fly ball behind third base that the shortstop Seth Stroh hauled in for the first out of this ball game. Carney won the opener 12 to 4. And the first pitch to Toby. Again, breaker that's up. Ball one. Now up number 10. Toby. You're listening to KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And this one's popped up into center. It's pretty well hit. High, high fly ball. The wind's taking it all the way over almost to left field. And center fielder Kale Conrad has registered the first two outs here of the inning. That'll bring up Gus Creever, who chopped it to first, his first time up. So Higgins, after that rough first inning, looks like he settled in. Out of the last six batters, only maybe two pitches have been not where he wanted. And here he takes a changeup that's fouled to the plate for strike one to the catcher for North Platte, Gus Kreber. He doesn't get out of the batter's box. He waves the bat. Now time is called, so he will step out, readjust. His manager, Andy Butler, way down the line out of that third base coach's box. And Kreber will pop one up. It's going to be winded and out of play into about the fifth row. Not even that far here at the ballpark. And there's a youngster that's going to get a 50-cent foul ball. There could be some negotiation. Uh Uh-oh. Is Grandma going to say, no, we're going to give it to our grandson? (laughs) That's one of those, hey, your grandkid's not around. Give that's what's going to happen. I think Grandpa's going to say, forget it. Here you go, son. You had the hustle. Another one popped back and out of play. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson, Robert Fitzgerald. Oh, I wish we had video of what just happened down there. Oh, that's just good stuff. And it's a 0-2 to a Gus Creamer. Butterfield would be on deck. Breaking ball, no. They're going to say it just stayed up. Cal Higgins threw a good one. Umpire said not quite good enough. Kind of like a 3-0, it's always a strike. Sometimes that 0-2's got to be really good. And it was, it just wasn't good enough. 1-2 pitch now from Higgins. Fastball grounded at third. It's in the glove of Mason Casper. He wasn't sure about it at first, and he fires it across to Worley. And that is seven straight retired now by Cal Higgins. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. He's got a one-hitter through three, but North Platte leads it. 2-1 to one here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. 
For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. You're listening to American Legion Baseball here on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We are on the road bringing you tonight's baseball up at Memorial Field while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Two in the top of the first for North Platte. And one in the bottom of the first for Carney. And we are back to the top of the lineup. Lane Shires, who walked and scored the run, will get it going, followed by Brant Grosskreitz and Seth Stroh. Bryce Butterfield, allowing just the one hit through the first two innings. Retired of an order. Shires drops down the bunt, but again, it's foul. Strike one. He tried that earlier in game one. Kind of have the same result. Pretty pleasant night for baseball, although the wind is blowing. It's enough of a breeze to kind of keep the humidity off of the heat here. Everybody's got a little cool down. They'll fire it inside and ball one to Shires. Carney goes to Grand Island on Tuesday. We'll have it from Ryder Park here on ESPN. Opening up that stance is Shires in the 1-1 pitch. Is just high. Ball two, two and one. Grosskreitz is next here for Runza. Shires catching here in game two. That's usually the protocol from Coach Archer. Carlson gets one. Shires gets the other. And this ball bounces for ball number three. So Shires now, after trying to lay down a bunt on the first pitch, has watched three straight out of the zone. Second and short, playing fairly deep. First and third are off the bags. Toby comes in a little at third, 3-1 pitch. That'll be in there for strike two. Threw a nice, almost a slider over the inner half. So full count here to the leadoff batter for Carney in the top, bottom of the third. In Shires. 3-2 pitch. Swung on and skied towards first. Coming in, calling it. Jeremiah Seaman says, I've got it, and he does. So Shires flies out to first, and that'll bring up Grosskreitz, who flew out to center his first time up. 2-1 North Platte. Carney won the opener 12-4. North Platte will be back in action hosting Scott's Bluff in their home finale on Saturday. And the first pitch is right in there. Good pitch to Grosskreitz, and he is down to the count 0-1. Quiet Friday. Now, Carney Jerseys will play Overton tomorrow. 
That's their last regular season game. Five points already done. And a big curveball that didn't. And Grosskreitz is plunked. So the second hit batter for Bryce Butterfield trying to throw that big roundhouse curveball. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Seth Stroh. He had an unusual double into shallow right center field. He just got it past the diving second baseman, Carter Johnson, and then it just died about a quarter of the way out there. Ruffin had to come a long way to grab it, and Stroh just kept running the whole way. He was two for four in the first game. And he turns to Bunt and Bunt's at foul. That's one of those where I think the sacrifice was on, but Seth was also trying to get a base hit out of it and just pushed it foul. Coach Archer likes to get that game tied as early as he can. He's down two to one. And he's not afraid to have anybody on the field bat uh, bunt the ball. This time, though, he's holding it, and it's up and away. Ball one. One and one to Stroh. Grosskreitz down there at first. One out. Here in the bottom of the third, two to one, North Platte. Post 153. And coming set is Butterfield to bring the one one pitch home to Stroh. Break the ball. He threw it by him. Big mighty cut going after that Stroh, one and two. And again, now Butterfield having trouble keeping that hat on his head. think it would be tough to pitch if it kept falling off all the time. One and two, Stroh looking to hammer one here, and it's sails outside. Stroh was taking it all the way. Not all the way, but he didn't even check swing at that. He was eyeing it, thought it was outside, and indeed he was right. Two-two with Mason Casper waiting on deck. Stroh. Waiting. Here's the pitch. And he offers it one about the same place as the last one and comes up empty. Seth, a little high number for strikeouts for as good a batter as he is. And that'll be the first strikeout of the game for Bryce Butterfield. Two outs now on Mason Casper, who was plunked his first time up. Will stand in there. With Grosskreitz at first and two out here in the bottom of the third. 2-1 North Platte. First pitch, thought about it, and it's in there for strike one. So the scouting report maybe says get that first pitch strike in there to Stroh and Casper. They're not always pulling the trigger. Each team with only one hit here so far in the game. 2-1 North Platte. And Butterfield comes that big lead over at first, and Casper will pop it up into shallow center field. In comes Ruffin. He'll call off his shortstop, Kuhlman, and haul it in. So... A lot of fly ball outs tonight in the two games for Carney. No runs, one, no hits, no errors. One man left on base via the hit batter. And we have one hit apiece after three innings. North Platte 2, Carney runs a 1 on ESPN 1460 and com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. We go to the top of the fourth inning here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 2-1 to one North Platte. It'll be 5-6-7. Pitcher Bryce Butterfield. First baseman Jeremiah Seaman and shortstop Derek Coleman against Cal Higgins. The lefty brings it home, pitcher versus pitcher, and it's in there for strike number one. Again, North Platte scored two runs on one hit with a couple of walks in inning number one. And left a couple of runners on. Here's one that's knifed down the right field line, but will drop foul just before it gets to the outfield. And it's 0-2 on Butterfield. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Robert Fitzgerald or Mark Shipperwright today. 2-1 North Platte. And Higgins comes set. The lefty fires the fastball, grounded towards short. Strows there, scoops it and fires just like you're. Doing the simplest thing in the day, putting the ice cream right up to the tongue. That's what it was right there. No problem. Enjoyed it and an easy out. So Butterfield down, and Higgins now has retired eight in a row, and that'll bring up Jeremiah Seaman. He had the two RBI single with the bases juiced in inning number one. And the first pitch here, good breaking ball in there for strike one. Higgins was not getting that pitch across much early on. Now he is. Makes the fastball even tougher. Seaman the only hit of the ball game so far for North Platte. Trying to go two for two. Fastball. He is two for two as he clubs it into left field. So Jeremiah Seaman off to a great start. And the one-out single will bring up Derek Coleman, who grounded out to short to end the threat in the first. Again, two totally different teams here. You've got a Carney team with eight seniors. Going to look totally different next year. And post-52 is under 500. they are going to have some work to do at both levels next summer. While North Platte, 26 and 11, and they're mostly underclassmen. They are going to be a very good baseball team next year. Higgins, fastball, check swing. I think he went, and he did. Strike one to Derek Kuhlman. In game one tonight, Kuhlman was two for three, so he's got a chance to put the bat on the ball and keep it going here for North Platte in the fourth. Now time called at the plate. American Legion Baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Home Real Estate, Great Western Bank, Lanny Carlson Motors, and SeaTech. Thanks for making ESPN your choice for Carney Baseball. Lead away from first for Seaman, and the breaking ball floats in there high. One and one. Cody Wright is on deck. Ken Higgins throwing well. Needs some offensive support. The pitch. Fastball ripped right back up the middle, and that's going to be a base hit as Conrad comes in to scoop it up. So after just one hit in the first three innings, back-to-back singles here from Seaman and Kuhlman. Runners at first and second with one out, and Cody Wright, the right fielder, will stand in there. Now Wright and Jonas, the number eight and nine guys, went down on strikes in the second inning. Higgins has that kind of a 
thought process in mind again, I would think, right here. Trying to pitch around these back-to-back -back singles as both were fastballs that were driven to the outfield. So let's see if he stays away from it, and he does. It's high, ball one. But these guys were behind his fastball in their first at bat. So let's see what the pitch call is over here from Coach Pocock. The 1-0, long hesitation. Now he brings it home. There's the fastball, and he's way behind it. Fouls it off the North Platte dugout. One and one. They put the bat on the ball. They fouled a lot of pitches off so far in both games tonight. But towards the bottom of the order, a lot of the North Platte batters just behind the fastball. Kuhlman a pretty good lead away from first. Worley sneaking in behind him. Now the pitch, 1-1, one, one. low, ball two. Good job by Shires to keep it in front of him. Tate Jonas is on deck. Carney won the opener 12-4, but for the second straight game, North Platte gets on the board of the first inning. In this game, they still currently hold the lead, 2-1 here in the top of the fourth. Two on, one out, and a 2-1 count here to Cody Wright. Higgins. Fastball low, ball three, three and one. So he had it going there for a few batters. Now he cannot locate the fastball. And, of course, I guess the last two fastballs that were down the middle were ripped into the outfield for hits. Three one from Higgins. He needs one here. The kick and the delivery. Fastball has swung on and missed, strike two. Had a little something on that one, and Cody Wright was well behind it. Let's see what Andy Butler decides to do. One out, but a full count. Will he send his base runners? I don't think so. As Seaman gets away from second and the 3-2 pitch, Higgins needs to deliver another one. Cal kicks and fires, and it's going to be fouled back. So hanging in there is Cody Wright. But Higgins has come to the plate here now on the last two. When Carney comes to bat next inning, Carlson Richter Clevenger will be up 5, 6, and 7. Again, a 3-2 pitch here from Cal Higgins trying to avoid loading the bases, and it's chopped towards third, but it's foul. And Casper will knock it away. So we'll do it again. Cody Wright battling up there for North Platte First National Bank. On the season, Wright is just a 215 hitter. But he is at least staying alive. Cal would love to throw that off speed, but he's got to make sure it's a strike. He hasn't really fooled anybody with it. They ain't, haven't been swinging at him. 3 2 pitch from Higgins. Fastball bounced in front of the plate, and we're full. So Higgins brought a few, and Wright was able to foul him off. A great at bat for Cody Wright. And the walk will load the bases. That's the first walk since the first inning, but the third overall, Seaman at third, Kuhlman at second, right at first. Tate Jonas, the number nine hitter in the left fielder, will stand in there. He is a 195 hitter, and now here comes Chris Pocock making a very slow walk to the mound. They do have somebody going down to the bullpen just now to warm up. Trip to the mound brought to you by Great Western Bank. 
Great Western Bank making life great. And again, down there in the bullpen, warming up for Carney is going to be Ethan Morachik. Morachik has actually made quite a few appearances for Carney Renza. And all Higgins has got to do is get the number nine guy here. And then he's got to go to Jalen Ruffin, one of the top two hitters. Although he doesn't have a hit tonight, he's walked three times in the first game and then was hit by a pitch to start the game. But Higgins has got to throw strikes here. See if he can get the strike out or at least a ground ball force out. Carney playing back at short and second. And the first pitch to Janice. There's a good fastball over the outside. Third strike one. Janice, Janice went down by strikes his first at bat. Now they'll come in at the corner. Jackson Worley at first. Casper still behind the bag at third. And the pitch. Fastball hit towards second. It will hit the ground and a run will score. Oh, and an errant throw. Tried to go to second base for the force out, and Grosskreis bounced it right into the turf, and everybody is safe. On the air, and an unearned run. So Seaman will score. It's 3-1 North Platte. Coleman to third, right to second. Jonas is safe at first for the ever-dangerous Jalen Ruffin. North Platte could not get that big hit in game one. They're going to have an opportunity right here. Ruffin hitting 373. Has reached four times tonight, but none of those are via the hit. Full wind-up Higgins. Off-speed hit into center field. Conrad coming over, coming over, can't get there. He knocks it down, then it rolls away. One run will score. Two runs will score on the double into left center field by Jalen Ruffin. And the walks come back to bite Carney. Driving in two. And it's 5-1 to one now, North Platte. And that's it. Cal Higgins is not going to make it out of the fourth inning. He had retired eight in a row, got the first out of this inning. The last out of the first, three up and three down in the second and the third. It looked like he had found what he needed and then lost it here in the fourth. So this call to the bullpen brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. We're in the top of the fourth. It's 5-1 to one North Platte after Carney won the opener 12-4. Ethan Morachik, the new pitcher, when we return. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Man, Kimber, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscaping's awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. And our new pitcher is the left-hander, Ethan Morachik. He is making his sixth appearance of the season. He's went 15 and a third innings. He's 2-1 and one 
with a 3.52 ERA. He struck out eight and walked seven. And he'll come in for Cal Higgins, who went three and a third innings, gave up four hits, walked three, struck out two. The two runners on are still his responsibility with one out here in the top of the fourth. Runners at second and third, three already across off of three hits and a walk and an error in the last five at-bats. So that will bring up Carter Johnson. He walked in the first, flew out to start the third. It is five-to-one now. North Platte with the lead. And let's see if Marachik can go out there and get Carney out of this jam. Because another base hit really opens it up to seven to one, most likely, because they are playing way deep in left field for Will Richter against Carter Johnson. And the first pitch out of the full windup, waved at and missed. Beauty over the outside part of the plate for strike number one. Tyler Toby would be next. You look at Carter Johnson, he's hitting 310, but he batted ninth in the opening game, which was a little unusual to have that average and that far down in the lineup. Marachik set in the wind in the 0-1 pitch, and he has it pop it up into shallow right center. This could be trouble. It's into the Bermuda Triangle, and it falls. And one run will score. Ruffin had to hold up at second base. That's just a bad break for Carney. A blooper for Carter Johnson. And he'll get an RBI. Number 10. Driving in Tate Jonas. Four straight across. It's six to one. And Tyler Toby is in. He had a couple of hits in the first game. Here he's hit a towering fly ball to short and has flown out to center. First and second now with one out. Four across to the inning. And the pitch to Toby is at the knees for strike one. The eighth man to come to the plate here for North Platte. Trying to earn a split after dropping the opening game 12-4. to They're hitting the ball a little bit better now here in this inning, obviously. They only had one hit coming into the fourth. Now they've strung together four. And how about five? It's just past the diving. Mason Casper into left field. They're going to try and score him. No, Butler says hold on. Even the speedy Jalen Ruffin wouldn't have scored on that one as Will Richter was on top of it. But another base hit. Putting the bat on the ball when it's in the zone. Ruffin at third, Johnson at second, Toby at first, Gus Kreber 0 for 2. Grounded out to first and grounded out to third. And he has a chance to blow this thing open with the bases loaded and one out. Arachik needs something at an infielder here. Carney batted around once in the first game when they had a six-run second inning. North Platte nearly batted around. They had a nine at bat first inning in game one, but only got the three of the four total runs in that game. Marachik looking in, looking in finally now, comes set. On in relief here of Cal Higgins. And he bounced it in front of the plate. Good block by Elaine Shires. 1-0, no place to put him. Tough, tough spot here now for Carney Runza. They have not found themselves in many games this year where they've been down this many runs. They've been beat, obviously, the six times, but they don't usually get blown out. The 1-0. Foul at the plate. Strike one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. See Gary Rubacek. 
Teresa DeLate. One ball, one strike. On Kreber. Just waiting and waiting. Marachik taking more time. Now kicks and fires off speed, and it did not hit the zone. Boy, he had Gus thinking about taking a whack at that. It's ball two. Bryce Butterfield, who was the leadoff hitter and grounded out to start this inning, is going to get a second chance, it looks like, here in the fourth. Now Marachik has it fouled out of play down the right field line. It's two and two. Ethan likes working that outside portion of the plate. What a lot of good pitchers like to do. Two balls, two strikes. One out, the base is juiced, and four across to the inning here for North Platte to take a 6-1 lead. Both teams had only one hit coming into the fourth. And Marachik now needing a punch out. The 2-2 pitch. Low ball three. It's a full count to the North Platte catcher. Gus Kreber, and he never hardly even moves after the pitch. He just stands there waiting for the next one. Deep path by Marachik. He's got to bring one home here. And the 3-2 pitch with the bases juiced. Outside fastball, ball four. Tried the corner and miss. And the bases loaded walk. Get you an RBI. 7-1, North Platte. And now Bryce Butterfield will come out as we've started the second time through the batting rotation here. After, again, eight consecutive men had been retired for North Platte, and now they've batted around. In fact, they've batted around. This is the last guy to make it out. Butterfield will take it outside, corner strike one. That's what Marachik was trying to hit the last pitch. This time he gets it there. Butterfield walked in the first, and as we said, to start this inning, grounded out to short. And Marachik's 0-1. Off speed. Got him to wave at it and miss. Strike two. That was a good pitch there from Ethan Marachik. Johnson at third. Toby at second. Kreber at first. 7-1 in favor of North Platte. Count is 0-2. Marachik works again. The kick and the off speed outside. Stayed there. Good pitch, good 0-2 pitch, didn't throw out in the dirt, didn't get crazy, just tried to make him go fishing, which Butterfield did not. Butterfield in line to be the winning pitcher now. Could really help himself, though. With Jeremiah Seaman next. And the 1-2 pitch now from Marajic. Huge lead from the base runners. Grounded at first. They'll pick it up, fire home. There's one, can't get it back in time. And Jackson Worley gets the force at home. Butterfield is safe on the fielder's choice, and there are now two outs. Number 16, first baseman Jeremiah. That'll bring up Jeremiah Seaman, singled in the first, singled to get things going here in the fourth, and has already scored in this inning. The bases remain juiced for him. He's two for two. The North Platte first baseman here in game two. Again, Carney winning 12-4, but in real trouble now, 7-1. to one. Here in this top of the fourth. Still a long way to go, but 
Carney really can't afford to give up anything more with the bases jacked. Swung on and hit into left field. That's going to be a base hit. That'll score one. Richter comes up firing. It's off the line. Casper has to cut it off. It's a two RBI single, and it's nine to one. North Platte. Just a good piece of hitting again as Toby and Kreber, who had a tremendous jump, of course, with two outs at the crack of the bat, comes around to score. Runners at first and second, and Derek Coleman, who singled and scored earlier in this inning. So a big lead here, and if Butterfield can continue to pitch well, maybe North Platte wins in five. Off-speed swing and a miss here by Derek Coleman for strike one. The 12th man to come to the plate here for North Platte. One of the biggest innings Carney's given up all year. And this one's going to be hit towards center. Might have another one. It's in front of Conrad. They're not going to be able to score, though. Had to hold up the base runner. Butterfield was on his way home. He was about a third of the way before the breaks kicked in. But a solid single by Derek Coleman, his second of the inning. And that'll load the bases again for Cody Wright. He walked and scored this inning, struck out back in the second, and Brad Archer is going to go to the mound. Marachik's throwing strikes. It's just that North Platte's hitting the baseball. And they are going to make the pitching change, brought to you by Great Western Bank. Making life great. We'll tell you who's coming in right after this. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration in Cart proudly supports all area athletes. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Well, it looks like they're going to go get Seth Stroh here. And again, I guess everybody's probably eligible tonight. You don't play till Tuesday. So Seth Stroh comes in. I believe Tanner Johnson, it looked like, went over to second base. And I'm trying to pick up maybe Seth Altwine at shortstop. So Ethan Morachik made it a third of an inning. And they touched him up for quite a few base hits. So it will be Altwine at second. And I thought they brought... Yeah, Tanner Johnson is over at second. So Grosskreit's taken out of the game as well. And the first pitch for Stroh comes to Cody Wright, the number eight. Ball high. Ball one. I'm thinking maybe Coach Archer says, go throw some fastballs by these guys. Let's get out of here. And there is one that he is way behind right for strike one, one and one. Bases loaded, two outs, a seven-run inning already for North Platte. They're up nine to one. The one-one pitch from Stroh, high, ball two. Now, 
Seth does walk a lot of guys, but he also strikes out a lot of guys. 21 walks, 42 strikeouts in 23 and two-thirds innings. Swung on and missed. Strike two. So it's one and two to Cody Wright. But North Platte up by that magic eight runs. Carney's going to have to put some on the board here in the next two innings to keep the game going. 2-2 pitch. High and away, ball three. No need here to even work the zone. You can throw this right by Cody Wright. He's already shown that. Young man might choke up, though, and put it in play. Let's find out. 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off the umpire back there. Looks like he'll be okay. Got him in the right shoulder. So Wright making some contact with that good fastball of Stroh's. Seth again has to work the 3-2 pitch. And that's swung on and missed for strike three. But seven runs come across the plate here in inning number four. And they are able to do that on six, seven base hits. For Carney, they did not commit an error. And there were three men left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's nine to one. North Platte leads Carney. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steerite! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! And again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school sports, including American Legion Baseball, like ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. It is Tanner Johnson coming up to the plate here. He replaces Nick Carlson in the order. Carlson had been the designated hitter and had a sacrifice fly to drive in the only run of the game for Carney in the first. And the first pitch from Bryce Butterfield, who's only allowed one hit through three innings, is in there for a strike. I'm surprised they have not turned the lights on. They, it looks like maybe they just fired him up here at Memorial Field. On down the right field line and the left field line, but not quite as bright there in the outfield as the next pitch to the lefty, Johnson. Is ball one. So one and one. Again, still half the game to go, but Carney's got to get her going. Johnson will take it low. Ball two. In game number one, Johnson, unfortunately, 0 for 4, which is a very untypical line for him. He put the ball in play, just not able to find the opening. And here's one that's low and in for ball three. So Johnson trying to draw a walk, 
Butterfield walked the first man of the game, Lane Shires, and has been clean since then. As it walked and only given up one hit. Here's one over the inner half for strike two. Three and two to the lefty, Tanner Johnson. He'll be followed by Will Richter and Connor Clevenger here in the bottom of the fourth. Johnson waving the bat and the 3-2 pitch. Low and away, ball four. So Johnson draws the leadoff walk, and Andy Butler's got to be going. We've got an eight-run lead. Throw it down the middle. I don't know how coaches do it all these years. Will Richter grounded out to second to end the first inning. You don't have to get fancy. You're up eight. You have to make them put it in play. And Butterfield on the first base side of the rubber. Lead by Johnson. He's got plenty of speed, and the first pitch is swung on a mighty swing, hit high in the air to center field, and again, Ruffin has had plenty of action tonight on a lot of fly ball outs, and he'll haul it in for out number one. And that'll bring up Connor Clevenger. Carney trying to pulverize the baseball. They split the first time in North Platte. North Platte won the first game 12-4. Tonight, Carney won the first game 12-4. Then out there... Carney won the second game 5 nothing, And now North Platte has held Carney to one run, and they're up 9-1 here in the bottom of the fourth. One on, one out. Clevenger takes the first pitch outside. He grounded the second the first time. He had a good at bat. He battled 2-2, two and two, fouled off a lot of foul balls, fouled off a lot of pitches, and then chopped kind of a breaking ball towards second. The 1-0 pitch. Up top, ball two. Maybe he was on the sideline a little too long. Some 25-minute half inning there for North Platte. And he's got to get warmed up again. The 2-0 to Clevenger, way outside, ball three. Jackson Worley would be next. So Tanner Johnson walked. Will Richter flew out on the first pitch he saw. And now it's 3-0 to Connor Clevenger. He'll watch a pitch here. And it's going to be in there for strike one. 3-1. and one. Clevenger, one of the eight seniors playing for Carney this year. Seven of them here tonight. Now 3-1. Let's see if Clevenger can get after one here from Butterfield. Put some excitement in the home crowd. And it's high, ball four. So first and second with one out. Jackson Worley grounded out to second. His first at bat, he had a really good game one tonight where I had him three for four with a couple of doubles. He also drove in the game winner and scored twice. Last time up, he nailed it off the left center field wall. That'd be fun to see again right here. As Butterfield comes set. And again, still Carney has just one hit. These guys on via the walk, and it's low. And I wonder how long Coach Butler's going to wait before he just goes out there and talks to his pitcher. I wouldn't be thinking about pulling him, but you can't let every pitch be outside the zone right now. The 1-0 takes something off of it, and it's strike one. So Worley waiting for him to throw a strike. He does. Cale Conrad is on deck. Two on, one out, bottom of the fourth, but Carney is now down 9-1 to one after a seven-run top of the fourth by North Platte. 
Fastball fouled straight back. Good cut there by Jackson Worley. One and two. That's what we're talking about. If you're North Platte pitcher Bryce Butterfield, bring the heat. If they knock you around two or three times, that's better than walking them. And he's done it here to Worley. So Jackson now down to the count, one and two. And all of a sudden, Derek Coleman, the shortstop, has to tie his shoe. So there's time on the field. First baseman Jeremiah Seaman inside the bag there at first. Just in case it's a short chopper, you're not button on one, two. Swing and a miss, though, by Worley, and he's down on strikes. That's only the second strike out of the ball game by Bryce Butterfield, but it comes at a big time. And now the number nine hitter with over a 300 average, the center fielder, Cale Conrad. He chopped it in front of the plate the first time up. Carney would love to at least get a run here so that he can keep the game going and not put the pressure on in the fifth. First pitch is in there for strike one. So there, Butterfield gets ahead of the count. 0-1-1. Lane Shires would be next. Tanner Johnson at second. Connor Clevenger at first. Both walked in the inning. But now there are two outs. Conrad fouls it away. Four strike two. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat or Amy Johnson. Butterfield one pitch away from working around these two walks and taking an eight-run lead into the fifth. Comes set, and the 0-2 pitch to Conrad is just up. Ball one, one and two. He's went the distance. Carney started with Cal Higgins. He seemed to be in the zone, got into the fourth, got the first man out, and then the wheels just fell off. Marachik came in, and then Seth Stroh got the final out. Breaking ball over the outside corner. That's going to be called ball two. Butterfield thought he'd thrown a beauty. And, of course, you know, at this level, when you get your breaking ball or your curveball to make all that movement, you just go, oh, it's got to be a strike. And it was close. That was a great pitch, a great one-two pitch. And if you can throw more of those, you are going to be good and get that call. Fastball to Conrad. His knife down the left field line, and it is just foul. Our home plate umpire says, I didn't see any chalk fly up. And Conrad missed probably a double there by less than a foot. So it is still two and two. As everybody goes back to where they were. Again, Carney's games with Sterling, Colorado this weekend canceled. So they're at Grand Island Tuesday and then back home to finish the season with Hastings next Thursday. And we've got the games for you here on ESPN 1460. KXPN Carney, 2-2 pitch, fouled out of play. Our games are also available at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. So in game one, the first three innings took forever. Then we breezed along. Here in game two, the first three innings moved along. And now the fourth inning is about 40 minutes old. 2-2 pitch again to Conrad. Swing and a miss. It's dropped. They're going to have to throw to first. And they don't. I don't know why catcher Gus Krieber didn't throw down to first. Jeremiah Seaman was there. And he just held the ball. 
So a strikeout of Conrad. But he will go down to first base on the drop third strike. I'm not even sure it was necessarily dropped. So the base is loaded, and now an extra base hit, and you've got yourself a ball game again. Lane Shires walked in the first, popped up to first in the third. So the wear strikeout with two outs that doesn't end the inning. This is going to be the key at bat. If Shires can get a hit, maybe you still got a chance. If not, you got to think it's all North Platte. The pitch is outside ball one. And again, Butterfield got himself in a jam here. An eight-run lead, and he's walked two guys in the inning. And then that strikeout error. I mean, Carney still doesn't have a hit in the inning, and they've got the bases loaded. Shires will take it low, ball two, and now all of a sudden the hat's falling off on every pitch again from Butterfield. Amazing how that works. That happened to Anderson from Carney in game one. Then when he got into a groove, the hat stayed on the whole time. A 2-0 pitch with the bases loaded. Got to be taken all the way, and Shires is 2-1. Brant Grosskreitz uh, came out of the ball game, so it would be Altwine next. If Shires can keep the inning going. The 2-1 pitch. It is inner half for strike two. Good pitch. And it's two and two. That would have been a tough one to do anything with for Shires. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Bases juiced, but nothing across here for Carney. In the fourth. The pitch. Fastball low, and we're full. And to sound the bugle. We'll be off to the races. Three and two, two outs. Johnson at third, Clevenger at second, Conrad at first. But just one pitch from getting out of here. Can Butterfield get the job done? The 3-2 to Lane Shires, and it's strike three called, and that will end the half inning for Carney. No runs, no hits, one error, and the bases left loaded. We go to the top of the fifth. It's North Platte 9, Carney 1. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. With our producer-engineer, Nick Grimes, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Tony and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field. Seth Stroh, after getting the last out of that extremely long top of the fourth inning, comes out here, tries to mow down North Platte in the fifth and give his runs a team a chance to get some runs at the bottom of the fifth and keep this game going. 
And for North Platte, it'll be 9-1-2. Tate Jonas. He struck out and then reached on an error with the bases loaded in that fourth inning where North Platte sent 13 men to the plate and scored seven runs. Then it'll be uh, Jalen Ruffin and Carter Johnson. And the first pitch is popped up. And the catcher for Carney Lane Shires, gets under it, and he's able to make the catch. So a foul out for Jonas. And that'll bring up Jalen Ruffin. He was hit by a pitch to start the game, fouled out to Casper at third, and then had a bases-loaded two-RBI double last inning. No messing around here for Seth Stroh. Fastball, fouled back out of play, strike one. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate at Kearney. There's no place like home. See Lori Sierra or Mark Shipperite today. Don't forget when we're done, the new West postgame show. Stroh just rocking and firing. Strike number two. Umpires love this kind of stuff. Get on the mound, throw strikes, move it along. And Stroh. We'll bring the 0-2 pitch to Jalen Ruffin. Off speed, and Ruffin got out of the <laughs> got out of the way that time and just flung the bat at it. They'll call that stepping out of the well. And over on deck, Carter Johnson had to do the quick tango to not get hit by the foul ball. That's how behind he was, but it would have been a strike, and he's able to at least live to see another pitch here. So Ruffin stands back in there, 0-2 again. This time it's a foul ball. And again, it's hit right at Carter Johnson. He tried to one-hand that. Just knocked it out of the way. That was a cue shot right off the end of the bat of Ruffin. Two outstanding athletes here. Stroh for Carney going against Ruffin for North Platte. And he gets him to chop it weakly back to the mound. Stroh off the glove, throws back over, and he's safe. Stroh tried to take it off the first hop. And it hit the front of his glove. And let's see how they score that. They're going to score an error. That's a hard luck error. But it, I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, that's just one of those that Stroh knew he had to hustle over there to make the play. And Ruffin is aboard. Cutter Johnson stands in there. Johnson walked the first time. Singled in the fourth. Also flew out in the fourth. So he is... One for two with that walk. And the first pitch here is ball one. Stroh out of the stretch, roughing a very short lead. Don't expect him to go anywhere. Fastball fouled away behind that again. Up to the upper concourse here behind the first base dugout. And it's one ball, one strike. Again, senior night here for Carney, but it looks like it's going to be a split as they trail 9-1 to one in game two here in the fifth. Fastball at first. The runner, Ruffin, was actually stealing. It's snagged by Worley, and he steps on the bag for the double play. Up eight and stealing. And that's not what they wanted to see, and that will end the inning. So, no runs on no hits. There was one error, and nobody left on. We go to the bottom of the fifth, and Carney has to score to keep it alive. It's North Platte 9. Carney runs a 1 on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. You're listening to KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com as we are to the bottom of the fifth game two of our doubleheader tonight. Carney won the opener over North Platte twelve to four in six innings, and Bryce Butterfield is three outs away from getting a nine to one win over Carney in five innings in game two with that eight run Mercy League and splitting the series. And again, I'm not. Uh, telling you anything that the coaches don't already know. That game win in game one might be the last win Carney Renza gets against North Platte for a while. Uh, North Platte's going to be that good next year. And we'll see if, uh, and again, assuming everybody stays healthy, gets back, we're into what a normal Legion season would be. But for years, it's been Carney and uh, Hastings has done some damage by getting that second spot. But North Platte, once in a while, they'll host or get in when Kearney or Hastings host state tournament. But, you know, North Platte has, or uh, Scottsbluff Gehring hasn't had a lot of success in the region. Twin Cities, Lexington has not advanced. And here we go with Seth Altwine, Seth Stroh, and Mason Casper. 2 3 4. This is Altwine's first at bat of the ball game. He drops down a bunt and coming off the mound, making it, throwing to first, and a great scoop by Seaman to keep it out. For out number one, Butterfield got off the mound, knew he had to hurry against Altwine, and he scooped it in Carney still with just the one hit of the baseball game. And when you see a play like that to start a must-score inning, you kind of got to figure this is North Platte's game. But Seth Stroh and Mason Casper, two of the best hitters in the Incorn Tusker League, going to try and keep it going. First pitch to Stroh is low. Seth has the only hit of the ball game. It was a shot into short right center field that he turned into a double that just got past the second baseman, Carter Johnson. And he'll take ball one here. The 1-0 swung on and fouled back out of play. One and one brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Alex Beckman or Robert Fitzgerald today. The New West Sports Medicine postgame show coming your way. American Legion Baseball on ESPN brought to you by Five Points Bank. Johnson Landscape, Fanatics, The Bike Shed, and Optical Gallery. Bryce Butterfield walked the leadoff man, Lane Shires, and that's the only man that scored. Curveball inside to Seth Stroh. And it's 2-1. and one. Casper would be next. If Stroh gets on, you have to just figure it's an automatic stolen base attempt at least. But he's got to get on first. 2-1 pitch, takes a swing at the fastball, straight back into the net. Butterfield brought it at him. It's two and two. 
playing him to pull with power, of course. And the 2-2 pitch. And up and in. That right didn't get as inside as they wanted. Of course, the North Platte fans want the strikeout because it's against Seth Stroh. They're not reacting like that against the number nine guy in the lineup. It's a good pitch. It did appear to be up and in. The count is full to Stroh. He did strike out his last appearance going after one over the outside half. The pitch swung on and rifled into left center field, and that's in the gap and going to go all the way to the wall. And the only other hit of the game, Seth Stroh, he thought about trying to get to third, but they do get it in. He would have made it because of where the infielders were. But Seth Stroh turned on the burners to see if he could get to third, and then that way it would just take a sacrifice to get him in. Nonetheless, two hits, and they're both doubles, and they're both from Seth Stroh. And that'll bring up Mason Casper, hit by a pitch in the first and hit a high fly ball to center in the third. Casper was one for four in the first game, so he's a little off his mojo. He could use a hit right here. 9-1 North Platte. Carney must score or the game's over. Fastball at third. One hop, knocked down, throw over to first. It's going to be scooped out. He's off the bag. Everybody's safe. A tough shot there by Tyler Toby, the third baseman. It got right on him as he had to guard third against a possible stolen base. Then he got up, hustled the throw over there just enough to pull him off the bag. That will be an error, even though it was well struck by Mason Casper. It moves Stroh to third. Casper's at first, and here's Tanner Johnson. He worked himself a walk to start off last inning. Trying to find a way to get Stroh in and keep the game alive. The pitch to Tanner Johnson, a little bit high with the fastball, ball one. Will Richter is on deck. Again, Carney left the bases loaded last inning and didn't have a hit. They still only have two hits in the game. Johnson came on as a defensive replacement last inning. And this one is also just high, kind of in the same exact place. Good pitches, but on Seth Stroh, they'd be a strike. Tanner Johnson's just a little shorter, so they're a ball. 2-0. Casper not going anywhere at first, it doesn't look like. Only a step and a half off the bag. Johnson taking it all the way, 3-0. And now Butterfield can't get in the same situation he got in last inning. And yeah, you want to get the game over, but you don't want to make it a big inning. And it's 3-0, and Johnson will just be waiting to see if Butterfield can throw him a strike here. And the 3-0 pitch, he does right down the middle, 3-1. Richter is next. Stroh at third. Casper at first. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. So far, Will grounds to second and flies out to center. Last time, he really took a huge swing and just popped it up. So let's see if he can manage this swing this time. Up and in. Ball one. 
Nine to two now. This means we've got another full inning no matter what after this one. Bryce Butterfield's been pitching beautifully, but he's got himself into a jam here. And I don't know if he's overthrowing or he's frustrated, but he's leaving him up out of the zone, 2-0. Easy pitches to take here for Carney. There has not been a visit to the mound by manager Andy Butler yet. 2-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. Will Richter expected a fastball. He got it, and it's 2-1. Connor Clevenger on deck. Carney's had some big innings. I wouldn't put it past him, but they've got to find a way to knock Butterfield out of the game. Long stare at second, the 2-1 pitch. Going to be a high one that's fastball that's popped back out of play by Richter. And it's 2-2. Uh-oh. That made some noise. I'm not sure that was the press box either. (laughs) Of course, there is a food truck. Maybe that's what it hit. So it's 2-2. Richter now trying to send it the other way. Long stare back at second. And now stepping off the mound is Bryce Butterfield. Trying to play him straight up. Just don't want to give away any extra base hits, even if Richter does get a hit. 2-2 pitch on the way, and it's low. Bounced it in there, ball three. So all that, you bounce it in there. He keeps looking. Mason Casper's not going anywhere at second. He's not getting a huge lead. you got to forget about him and bring the ball home. This is what has gotten Butterfield into the trouble. You've got a seven-run lead. Get the guys at the plate. 3-2 to Will Richter. And check swing. Called him out. Stealing third is Mason Casper. The runner was going. Richter on a check swing, and it might have been a strike anyway. He's called out. So Casper gets down to third on the stolen base. Tanner Johnson did not follow suit. And now Connor Clevenger will be coming to the plate. Clevenger walked last time, had a couple of hits in the first game. He's been putting the ball in play. Going to have to do it again here, 9-2. to two. Carney got at least the one run they needed. But now you got to think about trying to get back at a ball game. So let's see if Clevenger can get him a hit here. Fastball over the outside corner for strike one. Carney has sent some batters to the plate the last two innings, but they have only got one run to show for it. Left them loaded in the fourth. Two on, two out here in the fifth. One run in, and that scored on the wild pitch. Clevenger waiting. The 0-1 outside. One and one. Jackson Worley would be next. As we play deep into the night here in game two of our Cornusker League doubleheader. They come in a little bit in center and left for Clevenger. Off spiel, way high. Way high. Great job by catcher Gus Kreber to keep another run from scoring here. Ball two, two and one. Casper at third. Tanner Johnson at first. Clevenger's ahead in the count, 2-1. He would love to see a fastball here. And you're pretty sure that's what he'll see. 2-1 inside, strike two. Again, Clevenger stands right on the plate. We talk about that all the time. 
So sometimes it looks inside when it's really not, and it's two and two. That's exactly where he wants to throw Clevenger, that inside black, tough to hit. 2-2 pitch now to Clevenger with two on and two out here in the bottom of the fifth. It's on the way. It's fouled down the third baseline just barely. It had hit the dirt three, two times and then went behind Mason Casper, who was in foul ground. So Clevenger stays alive, hoping to give Jackson Worley, who pounded the ball in game one, a chance here. Carney could sneak another maybe three in this inning, and they could do it if Clevenger gets on and Worley gets a hit because he's got the power. And trying a changeup, it stays high, ball three. It's full again to Clevenger. He worked a walk last time. So one pitch away from the inning being over, one pitch away from the bases being loaded. Bryce Butterfield. A 3-2 pitch now to Connor Clevenger. Is on the way. Fastball outside. Ball four. We're loaded. So Clevenger works himself another walk. And Jackson Worley coming up and Andy Butler making a slow walk to the mound. Brought to you by Great Western Bank. Making life great. Will he make the change? Again, Butterfield is only allowed two hits. But he's had the bases loaded last inning without a hit. And he's got the bases loaded this inning with only one hit. And Butler's going out to talk to him because Jackson Worley, who's 0 for 2, struck out last time, grounded out in his first plate appearance, but was 3 for 4 in game number 1. And a big knock here makes it 9-5, and we'll have a baseball game. If Worley could knock one off the left field wall like he did in game 1, this place would make some noise, and we'd really have ourselves a game again. So after the chat, Coach Butler's back to the dugout, and now it's up to Bryce Butterfield. Jackson Worley stands in there. Out of the full windup now, it looks like, is Butterfield. And the first pitch, way outside, and a good stab there by Kramer. It's ball one. For Worley, hitting just 225, but when he makes contact... And that, will, of course, goes way up after game one. The 1-0 pitch to Worley. Takes a swing at it. He's going to foul it off the handle and out of play. And it's one ball and one strike. That's just a, what do you do? Do you expect that he's going to throw a strike, or do you stand there till he throws you one? And Butterfield threw a good one there. Jammed him. 1-1 pitch now to Worley. Full windup and on the way. Swung on and driven down the left field line, but pulled foul. He was way out ahead of that one. One and two. Kale Conrad would be next. So Butterfield is up in the count. But can he finally finish off this long fifth inning? Or can Worley get the home crowd going? The one-two pitch to Worley. Oh, it almost hit him. Up and in. And it's two and two. At this point, they would take in that. Opening night of Major League Baseball. Yankees up on Washington 4-1. Still in the sixth. We'll update that here in a sec. They might be in a delay. 2-2 pitch now to Worley. Two two out. And inside. Ball three. Bases loaded again. I said two on. Bases are loaded. 
So two straight off-speed pitches that didn't find its way into the strike zone. Runners will be off on the pitch from Bryce Butterfield. Here they go. 3-2, Worley swung on and missed. Strike three. And the youngster upset that he couldn't put it in play. And the big strikeout, all that drama, and finally down on strike. So Carney managed one run on one hit. There was one error, and the bases were left loaded. We go to the top of the sixth. It's 9-2. to And North Platte with the lead. And now I'm not sure what's going on. The home plate umpire, North Platte, acting like they're not even going back on the field yet. I don't know what the story is. We will take a break and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, we've got a delay here because North Platte thinks they have 10 runs and the game should be over. The only thing I say about that is is it's not. But the scoreboard had read nine runs for half an hour. You should have noticed that by now. So nine to two. And again, all those runs that scored in the fourth inning. And we're going to play some more baseball. The problem is, though, you know, Carney right now just doesn't have any fire. They just left the bases loaded two innings in a row. And they're down by a score of 9-2. to two. And it looks like Seth Stroh is going to go back out there after an inning and a third of relief for another half inning here in the top of the sixth. But Carney did get that one run in the bottom of the fifth, which means that we do play on instead of uh, being an eight-run game, which would have ended it after five. It is a seven-run game. Carney won the first game in six innings via the eight-run rule by a score of 12-4. to Some more baseball here on ESPN. Glad you're along with us as we uh, try to figure out our book from the uh, last half inning. Again, the one run, the bases were left loaded. There were uh, two walks, and there was two strikeouts. 
by Bryce Butterfield. Only Seth Stroh has a base hit in this game, and he's got two doubles. So we go to the top of the sixth. Tyler Toby, Gus Kreber, and Bryce Butterfield for North Platte. And again, Stroh just trying to go out there and mow these batters down. Maybe the best pitcher in the Cornhusker League when he's on. And giving a taste to North Platte. First pitch, fastball, keeping those fastballs in there. A majority of his pitches are going to be fastballs, and it's strike one to Toby. Struck out the first man he faced, then they had the line-out double play last inning. And the fastball here is high, ball one. Again, just a tremendous strikeout to innings pitched ratio. Fastball again, strike two. One and two to Toby. He hit a towering fly ball behind third that Seth Stroh caught from the shortstop position and then flew out to center, then singled in a run the second time he was up in the fourth and scored. Here he chops one at the plate. Casper comes in from third. They're going to call it a foul ball. Even though they throw to first, they're going to call a foul ball. And I think there's actually going to be a chat here between our umpires. The batter thinks it was off of him and actually reacted like it was. But let's find out what happened. So we've had the game moving along from no discussion standpoint. Now we've had two discussions here in the last three minutes. Long discussion. They might call him out. Yep, they're calling him out. They are calling the batter out. So good heads-up play there by Lane Shires to pick up the ball in front of the plate and record the out there on Tyler Toby, who's had a pretty good night all around. And he will head back to the dugout. And the catcher, Gus Kreber, will come up. He walked and scored in the fourth. He's 0 for 2. Grounded out twice. And Stroh will bring one right at the knees. Strike one. And again, Kreber, he just doesn't move. So this at bat could have three pitches in 12 seconds if that's what Stroh wanted to do. But he's taking a little extra time here. Fastball. Ooh, man. That hit somebody over in the dugout, didn't it? I hope he was behind the screen. Yep, he did. He bailed out of there. Wow. You got all those North Platte players just leaning over the screen, and I mean, that was a rocket. Strike two, 0-2. And Stroh tries to make Kreber his second strikeout victim and does. Strike three. So two up, two down. And Bryce Butterfield, who walked in the first, then had... A ground out in his first plate appearance in the fourth and reached on a fielder's choice the second time. So he's looking for his first hit of this ball game. The rest of his team has helped him out, and he'll foul one. They're just behind everything Seth throws. So it's 0-1-1, but Butterfield in the line to get the wind and idle to mound for North Platte. Butterfield throwing a really good game for what he's done this year, 3.2 ERA, and just has it going tonight. A little wild uh, in the last couple innings, but he got himself out of jams. Fastball taken here for strike two. So 0-2 to Butterfield with Jeremiah Seaman on deck. And if North Platte doesn't score here, we're playing the full game because then that means it would be seven runs no matter what or less going into the seventh inning. Pitch here is high, ball one. So North Platte about got out of here with a 9-1 victory. Now we're here at the top of the sixth, and 
If they get the out here, we're guaranteed to go to the bottom of the seventh. Stroh tries a big curveball, but it stays high. Two and two. Seven runs in the top of the fourth for North Platte. And that opened it up. They had had eight straight men retired, and then they started to put the bat on the ball. Here's one chopped towards first, and Stroh's able to come over and take it himself, and he will just tag out Bryce Butterfield, the rare one unassisted. So no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. One strike out there for Stroh. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's North Platte 9, Carney 2 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. American Legion Baseball on KXPN, Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It is North Platte leading Kearney by a score of 9-2. to And a not, I mean, just a tad surprise. Bryce Butterfield's thrown a lot of pitches the last two innings, but they are going to trot him back out there here to start the bottom of the sixth, leading at 9-2. to And it'll be Kale Conrad, Lane Shires, and Seth Altwine, the first three men. Up here for Carney in the bottom of the sixth. Late night, some people out past their bedtime, but they want to see if Carney can get a comeback here tonight. And Conrad stands in there. The lefty waiting. And the first pitch to him. Fastball low and away. Four ball one. One and oh the count. For Conrad, he chopped one in front of the plate the first time and struck out the second time, although he reached base on a drop third strike. And the pitch is going to be out of the zone. Ball two. Two and oh to Conrad. And again, this has gotten Butterfield in trouble the last two innings. Got to find the strike zone. Number nine man, up seven, and it's 3-0. and Bounced it in the dirt. And they are warming up a couple of guys down to the bullpen. I would imagine this wouldn't take very long. Butler's walking around the mound now, and he's done his job. But he's got to find that strike zone. Just got to find it, whatever it takes. Play catch out there. They tell you that a million times. And the 3-0 pitch. Fastball's there for strike one. Three and one. And that's what they got to keep doing. Got to throw the strikes. Up seven. Carney has just two hits in the entire game. Some of that might be not being able to focus on pitches always being in the strike zone from Butterfield. 
3-1, swung on and chopped slowly towards first, and it's going to be picked up and shoveled over to the pitcher who dropped it. He didn't watch it into his glove, and safe is Conrad. Again, it's going to be an error, and that one will be on the pitcher for dropping it because Seaman grabbed it, threw it on the money, I thought, and just didn't get into the glove, and Lane Shires will step in there. Walked and scored in the first, popped up the first, and called out on strikes. So Lane stands in there, hoping to make some noise again. Carney trying to get something going. They've had it going the last two innings. They just don't score runs tonight in this uh, last few innings. Bases loaded twice. And here the fastball is outside, ball one. We could be here a while. Carney just needs a spark. They need a spark. You don't get a lot of sparks off walks. The 1-0 pitch. Outside, ball two. How long will Coach Butler wait? He's given him the benefit of the doubt the last two innings. I have to think that this is the last batter because Derek Coleman's going to come in from shortstop and talk to him. Doesn't look like he's aiming it. He's just trying to throw some fastballs now, but... He's thrown a lot of pitches. Lead away from first here for Conrad. Not going anywhere. And the 2-0 pitch. There's one for strike one. Seth Altwine would be next, and then you get into that kind of meat of the order with Stroh and Casper. So you're at the right spot to get the first couple of guys on here to possibly have a big inning. Can Shires get on? Needs to find a way to put the bat on the ball. The 2-1. Swung on and fouled away. He hit it a long way down the right field line, but it's out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate at Kearney. There's no place like home. A lot of great agents like uh, our friends uh, Robert Fitzgerald and Gary Rubicek. Stop by and see them as the kids go chase the foul balls down. 2-2. Lane Shires awaits the pitch. Big curveball that did. Strike three called. And Shires out on strikes for out number one here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Seth Altwine tried to lay down a bunt, did lay down a punt, but was out to start off the fifth inning. He was just trying to get on, use his speed when he knew they had to score a run to keep it going. And Seth's throw doubled and eventually did come around to score on a wild pitch. First pitch to Altwine. Wow, over his head, out of the catcher's glove. Wild pitch will allow Conrad to get down to second. And Altwine ahead of the count, 1-0. So Butterfield able to strike out Shires and extend his stay on the mound here. Again, North Platte only has two games left. They play Scott's Bluff Saturday and then again next week. So their pitching should be plenty good to go. Fastball, foul back to the screen. Strike one, one and one. On the shortstop now, Seth Altwine. Bryce Butterfield giving up the two hits. Fastball, low, ball two. Two and one, and the most dangerous hitter, Seth Stroh, on deck. He has both those hits, doubles, 
One into short right center and one that he drove into left center's gap. Altwine waiting and waiting again. The 2-1 pitch. Swung on a miss. Strike two. Carney fans trying to shout some encouragement. 2-2. Shortstop Coleman slides in behind, but there's no big lead over there. And the 2-2 pitch inside ball three. And it's full. In the fourth inning, two walks, three strikeouts. In the fifth inning, two walks, two strikeouts for Bryce Butterfield. And now he's got a 3-2 count again to Seth Altwine. And he kicks and fires. Strike three, swing and a miss. So when he brings the heat, he's been getting it by him. Out number two on strikeouts, and that'll bring up Seth Stroh. As we said, two for three, two doubles. Scored the run to keep the game alive last inning, and he did strike out in his previous, uh, one of his previous plate appearances. He had two hits in the first game tonight, too, so four for seven so far tonight for Seth Stroh. He'd like to make it five for eight and knock in another run. Conrad standing down at second, and the pitch from Butterfield. Chopped foul at the plate, took something off at strike one. Stroh decided he was going to go after the first pitch that time. When we're done, the New West postgame show, final stats, chat with Coach Pocock. The first game of the Major League season, delayed but rain. The Yankees holding on to a 4-1 lead over Washington in the sixth. Middle of the second, the Giants and Dodgers are scoreless. 0-1 pitch out and away from Stroh. 1-1, Mason Casper on deck. Bottom of the sixth, 9-2 North Platte. It was 2-1 to one after 1, and then North Platte scored 7 in the 4th after having 8 straight batters retired. Carney scratched one across in the bottom of the 5th. Pitch to Stroh, fouled back out of play. Strike 2, 1-2. and two. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Amy Johnson or Susan Bice. It's just really quieted down. The wind still... Blowing just not as strong out towards left center field. See it more in the trees than you do the flag out in center. Pitch to Stroh well inside. And when he's gotten ahead of Seth, he's tried to bust him inside. In fact, last time he had him three and two. Actually one and two and threw a couple inside. Got to three and two and ended up giving up that double. Two and two again to Stroh with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Swung on and right at the second baseman line drive to Carter Johnson. He'll haul it in. And here in the inning, no runs, no hits, one error, one left on base. We go to the seventh and final inning, North Platte nine, and Carney runs a two here on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 
Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. We go to the final inning here with Carney trailing North Platte 9 to 2 after they won the opener 12 to 4. Runza at the moment 21 and 6 and at North Platte 26 and 11, but unless there's a miracle in the bottom of the inning, these teams will split their four-game series this year again. Ironically, the first game in North Platte, North Platte won 12 to 4 and then Carney won the nightcap 5 to nothing. Seth Stroh has come into the ball game and kind of settled things down. It'll be Jeremiah Seaman, Derek Kuhlman, and Cody Wright as we wait for the music to get uh, shut down, and we're ready to go. So Stroh takes a look at Jeremiah Seaman, who had a two-RBI single in the first, swings at the first pitch here, fists it in the air to the third baseman, Mason Casper, for out number one, was going to say that he has had a good night. He was three for three until that point with three singles and four RBIs. But that time, Stroh got him to pop out. Derek Kuhlman, the only guy that Stroh has yet to face, stands in there. And the fastball, knife down the right field line. Got a good swing on it, but it's out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. In fact, Stroh has faced the minimum. He did have Carter Johnson line into a double play to end the fifth. The 0-1. Fouled back off the fist. 0-2. So Seth Stroh shutting down North Platte. But he was not the starter. He's the third pitcher. In fact, Cal Higgins was shutting him down for a while and then Got wild. Stroh tries to fire a big curveball on 0-2, and it's over the head there of Kuhlman. Cody Wright would be next. Nobody on, one out, top of the seventh. North Platte up 9-2. Stroh kicks and fires back to the fastball. Strike three called. That'll be the third strikeout for Stroh. And bring up Cody Wright. He struck out twice and walked and scored in his three plate appearances. Hold down right field. Came on in relief and pitched quite a bit in game number one. Had the last four innings. Now Stroh, fastball grounded at third. Casper has to wait for it. Long throw. Did he stay on the bag? No. Oh, man, what a great try by Jackson Worley. He stretched as far as he could. And they're going to say he's off the bag. Man, that's a tough one. The umpire would have called him out, apparently. Man, I hate writing an error down on that. That was such a good, tough, tough, tough play. So that will bring up Tate Jonas. He is 0 for 3, struck out, fouled out, and uh, reached on an error. Strike one here. And the pitch is low, ball one, one and one. Ruffin would be next. Stroh just trying to get out of here and see what Carney can do in the bottom of the south. 9-2 North Platte. Here on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Another fastball. Takes a mighty cut and fouls it back. 
for strike number two, so it's one and two again. They just don't make him like Seth Stroh. Of course, his brother Gareth going to join him down at Wichita State. Seth checking over at first, but not too worried about it. Needs one more strike against the number nine hitter. And the one-two pitch to Jonas is strike three called. They were stealing. It doesn't matter. And down he goes. So there were no runs on no hits. One error, one man left on. Two more strikeouts, four tonight in the game in the three and a third innings worth of relief for Seth Stroh. We go to the bottom of the seventh, ninth, North Platte nine, and Carney two. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy, work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Well, we are back here to Memorial Field, and we do have a pitching change down for North Platte. And it believe, well, let's double check. We haven't heard. We're trying to pick up a number here. It does look like, hmm, Carson Johnson. Waiting for the announcement, and I apologize. We're trying to pick up that number of who's throwing. Looks like number six. If that's the case, that would have been Will Cole, who started game one. And apparently that's what they've done. So Will Cole, who started game one and only went two innings, is going to come in and throw here. That is a very unusual situation, but that's who's out there. And Carney, we're going to have to still be talking to you in about 20 minutes if Carney is going to win this game. They're down 9-2. to two. Mason Casper stands in, and the first pitch is up and away. Ball one. Again, only Seth Stroh has base hit in this game. He's got two doubles. Casper did reach on an air. And the 1-0 pitch to Mason Casper is in there for strike one. So the key here, again, just like it was for Bryce Butterfield, was to throw strikes. And Coe has a 1-1 count. It's Mason Casper, Tanner Johnson, Will Richter to get it started here in the bottom of the seventh for Carney. And there is one fastball low for ball two. Two and one to Casper. He was hit. He flew out to center, and he reached on the air. Had one hit in game one tonight. So Casper kind of due for the hitter that he is. And he will look at one low, ball three. 
North Platte just doesn't want to make it simple. Three balls, one strike. See if Casper loads up on this 3-1 or if he's taken all the way. 3-1 pitch from Coe. It's outside, and it hits the corner. Oh, Casper, yeah, I'm like you, Mason. It seemed like a late call. He'd already tossed the bat because he thought it was ball four, and he hadn't heard anything, but it is strike two. Hit the outside corner. Count is full. Casper would rather get a hit anyway. Let's see if Coe will oblige with a good pitch here. The 3-2. Swung on and missed at a high upper, not a high one, but it was in the upper part of the zone. And Casper will go down on strikes. So two outs away from a North Platte victory. Tanner Johnson's in there. Tanner has walked twice since coming into the ball game and taking over at second base. Really battled to do it, too. So the lefty stands in there. He saw Cohen game one, and this pitch is low and away ball one. Again, when we're done, we'll wrap it up with the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show final stats. Anticipate a quick chat with assistant coach Chris Pocock, like always. And the 1-0 pitch to Johnson. Swung on and grounded towards second. Handled easily there by Carter Johnson to throw out Tanner Johnson. And two up, two down. And that'll bring up Will Richter. Richter grounded out to second, flew out to center, and was called out on strikes on a 3-2 pitch. Kind of a check swing last time up. Again, Carney was supposed to play this weekend at home. First it was Lincoln coming in, and then Sterling, Colorado said, okay, we'll come in. It was supposed to be Lincoln Southeast. They canceled a while back, so they got Sterling, Colorado in. Sterling just this week says uh, we're going to not come. And some of that you can understand, crossing states with all this COVID going on. Foul ball out of play brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. 0-1-1 to Richter. So they won't play. They'll be at Grand Island Tuesday and host Hastings Thursday. We'll have both doubleheaders here on ESPN. Richter fouls another one down the right field, lining out of play, and it's 0-2. So Will Cole looks really good now here in this ball game, Trying to finish it off in the seventh as Bryce Butterfield will get the win for North Platte. Nobody on, two out, 0-2, down 9-2, and the pitch. Swung on and fouled away again. Richter's getting some good swings, but he's been hitting them all behind and out towards the right field foul pole. So they'll keep battling if Richter can get on. Then Connor Clevenger gets one more shot. Another 0-2 pitch to Richter. Swung on and hit in the left field, but that is going to be caught by Tate Jonas, and that will end the baseball game. So Carney found a way to overcome some sketchy pitching in game one. They could not find a way to do that in game two. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. The final score, North Platte first national nine, and Carney runs a two. They split the doubleheader after Carney won the opener 12-4. We're back with the new S postgame show right after this. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring. 
hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Doug Duda with you here at Historic Memorial Field in Kearney. The next to last home games of the year. They honored the seniors tonight, but they will host Hastings coming up on a Thursday. And they'll be at North Platte, or excuse me, at uh, Grand Island, Ryder Park, Tuesday. We'll have those doubleheaders for you. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney scratched across that run to avoid the eight-run mercy rule in the fifth, but they didn't do anything after that, and they fall by a score of 9-2. to two. For Carney in this game, they had two runs on two hits. Those two hits were both doubles by Seth Strome. There were three North Platte errors, and Carney left 10 men on base, including the bases loaded in the fourth and the fifth inning. Bryce Butterfield was the winning pitcher. Six innings, gave up two hits, two runs. He walked five, but he struck out six. Will Coe came in and had a one, two, three, seventh inning, striking out one. For North Platte, uh, they got all their runs early on. In fact, it was that seven-run fourth inning, and then Seth Stroh came in, and they didn't get a hit after that as he retired all but one from the minimum, and that was on a tough error there in the seventh inning with two outs. But nine runs of the ball game, uh, they managed to do that on eight hits. They only had two innings where they hit the ball. They had one hit in the first. They had seven hits in the fourth. They didn't have any hits the rest of the way. Carney had two errors in the baseball game. And unofficially here, it looks like six men were left on base. Cal Higgins ends up getting the loss, three and a third innings, four hits, three walks, two strikeouts. Ethan Marachik came in and threw strikes. The problem was they kept hitting him for base hits, and then Seth Stroh went three and a third innings, no hits, struck out four, and walked no one. Again, uh, Jeremiah Seaman had the big game. He was three of four in the contest and had four RBIs. North Platte now 27 and 11, and for Carney Renza, they are 21 and 11. Seven on the season. North Platte 
will host Scott's Bluff on Saturday. And for Kearney, they will be back in action, as we've said multiple times, uh, traveling to Grand Island on Tuesday. And again, kind of keep in mind uh, their situation. We don't set in a press box over there, uh, and uh, it's a little bit different setup for uh, Tuesday night. And then we return here to Memorial Field to wrap up the season on Thursday. We'll take a break and come back and talk with Coach Chris Pocock after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Well, assistant coach Chris Pocock joins us here. Those These doubleheaders are so much different because you win yeah. one and then something happens like this and you're going, oh, man. It's I just, know. That's all I, I feel crazy, like talking it? about is all the negative that happened in that last game, you know, and trying to remind myself that, you know, we, we did a pretty good job in that first ball game in terms of recovering from a tough outing on the mound. And then I thought Braden Anderson, what a bright spot that was. He pitched just dynamite and he had a real rough outing but the thing with Braden he he bears down he's a competitive young man and so you kind of forget that and how we stung you know strung together some hits and then we just just didn't swing the bat worth a poo there in that second game you know we just we for some reason that young man is has has shut us down both outings this year that Butterfield kid and we just didn't square him up very well a lot of pop-ups and some strikeouts. Chris would you say that when guys are around the strike, I think this is the way it is at this level. When guys are around the strike zone, even if they're really good pitchers like Seth, mm-hmm. you can put the bat on the ball. Well, Butterfield got to a point here. He's walking five. He's striking out mm-hmm. six. You never know where the ball is going to go. It's hard to get your feet set in there sometimes. Uh, effectively wild, I think. You know, we used to have a pitcher that you and I know pretty well named Chris <laughs> Langan who used to do the same thing. You know, he'd he'd dig a little hole for himself, but then – He'd strike you out, you know, and just and awful, unbelievable competitiveness there. But I agree with you that you don't really feel that rhythm and you're not sure what he's trying to do. You know, most of the time you can kind of feel it out. But I think we were off balance. But, I, you know, I don't think it was by design. I think it's like you said. So if he's done it to us twice, I think we only got, what, two or three hits for the two hits. It's, you know, that's a rough night. A couple of bang bangs, but yeah, they, you no know they question. go down as errors. But yeah. Seth had a, Seth hit the ball good tonight. Yeah, he did. I he mean, was seeing it well, no question. You know, and he hits the ball the opposite way. He is, he's such a, a better hitter, and I thought he did that. You know, in the first game, some other guys. I thought Connor Clevenger stung the ball in the first in the first game. You know, I thought he was dynamite. He came off the bench. You know, and and I thought was real real effective at the plate and. Uh, you know, so a lot of guys contributed in that first game, but uh, yeah, that second one kind of leaves a, a foul taste in your in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I imagine talking about Brant and Cal are two different. Brant just never just was able to find it. it. Nope. After the slow start, Cal looked like, all right, oh. here we go. The kid that was thown against oh. Mount Michael earlier oh. this month. Could you put your finger? The fastball always seemed to be low and in. What, what, what could yeah. you put your finger yeah, on? Yeah, that's tonight? right. Yeah. Uh, First inning, he was all over the place. Couldn't find any of his three pitches. Second, third, we found great rhythm. Uh, he mixed in. His, his changeup was fantastic. He was, you know, getting strikeouts, getting little soft liners, and then he started leaving the ball up. And, you know, then he'd miss down. And you're right. He just 
he's still a young pitcher and there's still some focus issues there <laughs> where uh, we need him to, to be a little more competitive there. But, you know, this is a, that's where we really miss the district and state here. Cause I think that really forces some of our pitchers, especially the young ones to, to, to find that grit and that determination and make some pitches in tough spots. And uh, yeah, I, I was disappointed because Cal threw so well his last few outings really made a big leap and, and he kind of showed signs of that, but yeah, that was something we need to work on. There were some focus issues there because he needs to get us into the sixth. You know, he's a pitcher only, and he's a big, strong kid. He needs to be able to get us into six. Yeah, it'll be fun to continue to yeah, watch him. it will. He'll improve. Chris, last thought. Yeah. Uh, because everything got wiped out, Sterling decided yep. they don't want to cross the state line <laughs> and come out. I, I understand that it's too bad that you don't get to play on the final weekend since uh, it's just a short year. Yeah. I guess the good thing is, it's rivalry week next week yeah, with fine. Grand Island and Hastings. How do you set your pitchers uh, for next week? We should week? be in great shape, right? We're about to take – we have four days off here from games, so we'll take three days off of just throw a couple bullpens with a couple guys. But uh, practice Monday and line it up over in GI. should be a fun night. And, and then Hastings. I'm really glad we were able to schedule Hastings at the end without – districts and state and honestly GI because I think that'll help our focus and our intensity because obviously the guys are going to they're going to look forward to those ball games especially these seniors as they as they square off with the, some of their friends and enemies uh over these many years so that should be a a fun a fun game you guys got either one of them you guys I'll coming? see you both times oh you're going to Ryder yeah oh, we're going to go set by I get to hear you guys a little <laughs> bit more it's like going to a district slash oh, really? we're going to be setting be outside right okay. uh, by you guys so, so I, sh- um, I should watch my language then well, you're, you're always saying? pretty quiet you just give hand signals most of the time <laughs> I do, I just do. give the signals to the kids not me all right <laughs> So we'll see you next yeah, week, Yeah, good. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Doug. Appreciate it. Again, the doubleheader was split tonight, 12-4. to Carney in Game 1, 9-2 to North Platte in Game 2. And you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. As we just said, both doubleheaders are at 5 o'clock next week. Tuesday in Grand Island, Thursday here at Memorial Field against Carney. For our producer-engineer, Nick Grimes, I'm Doug Duda. Have a great weekend, everyone. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.